at Christmas time. Hadley Don will make it fun, they'll make it sublime. Don and Hadley. Hi, listeners, and welcome to Unsolved Death Murder Crimes with Hadley and Dawn. Dawn and Hadley. The podcast where we talk about unsolved crimes about death murder. It's a new day in Beaver's Crack, Wisconsin, hot on the trail of Clovis Anderson's killer, and some good conditioner. The water here is wreaking havoc on my hair. Just don't shower. Way easier. Maybe tomorrow. This morning, I had to shower after I shit myself when Dave burst in screaming that there had been another hit and run. Fair. Thank you. But as you know, it turned out to be a false alarm. Maybe next time you scream, there's been another hit and run, qualify it when it is of a cat. It does mean someone was nosing around the Airbnb barn though, right? Oh, Airbnb barn, nice one. Thank you. Hey, do you think the murderer knows we're onto them and was trying to scare us off? By naming a cat? Mrs. Vittles isn't just a cat. She's a very important member of my family. I took her to prom. Boy, it made Mavis mad. You're a very lonely guy, aren't you? Yes. Well, Dave went to the vet's office slash bait shop to save Mrs. Vittles' foot. And renew his fishing license. We interviewed suspects. Grandpa Ed was playing euchre when Clovis was run over, so he can't be the murderer. Although, he did kill at cards. Ayo! Do you need a timeout? I could definitely use a nap. Solving murders is exhausting. Next, we tracked down Jennifer Savage, the CFO, Chief Farming Officer, of Eat Me Corporate Farms. The Anderson land would have connected to the Swenson and the Peterson farms that we already own. Do you know how much that land would be? 1,200 acres? No. 1,200 acres. But that old biddy wouldn't sell. Kept saying she didn't like chemicals in the land and wanted to keep it for her family. Gross. Okay, Savage. Where were you the night of Clovis's death? Wow, that was a hard turn. Thank you. I was trying out some Ariska Hargitay Law & Order SVU roleplay for my next date night with Jeremy. Support. Come on, Savage. Give up the goods. We know you were killing Clovis. I wish. That would have been way easier. Instead, I was sneaking around the hog's place, throwing acid in the salt lick. Like hydrochloric? No, I'm not a monster. It was LSD. Sure. Wait, why? To make the cows trip balls. Sure. Wait, why? So the hogs would think that their herd was possessed and sell to me. Obviously. The hog's farm is on the other side of town. If this is true, there's no way you could be Clovis's killer. Can you prove that this is where you were? So Savage was awash, which left only one more suspect, Hazel Snelson, the caroling friend Clovis was supposed to be with at the time she went missing. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Yesterday we got to ride in a Mennonite guy's sleigh. Hey, why are you pushing me away from the mic? Could you tell our listeners who you are? I'm Maisel Wiesenhoff. Joe Refsland. I'm Hazel Snelson. And we're the, the Silver, Silver Bells, Bells Bells. We used to be the Silver Bells Angels, but there was a lawsuit. Those jerks over in Viroqua think they invented wordplay. <laughs> Ever heard of portmanteau, you big shots? So, Clovis was meant to be with you on the night she... Died. That. We were caroling. We usually start at one of our houses and then make our way around the neighborhood until it gets too cold or one of us breaks the hip. Not me. Titanium, baby. 
You're all very close, aren't you? Those who sing together do unspeakable things together. We once helped Joe change his dance belt. The weird part is I wasn't even wearing a dance belt. <laughs> What's a dance belt? It's like a jock strap for dancing. Wanna see? Yeah, Joe, stay still. What my friend meant was that Hazel and Clovis's husband were close. I did. Thank you, Hadley. I have no idea what you're talking about. <gasps> Liar. You've been making that better than sex cake for him for months. It's full of caramel. He needs the calcium. They're too poor to afford supplements. Come on, Hazel. We all know you've been after him. For Pete's sake, you said he had big third husband energy. Fine. I may have been sniffing around it. Uh-huh. But that's just because I love the scent of Old Spice and Campbell's soup. I would never have killed Clovis. Mm-hmm. First, I don't know how to drive, so I couldn't have done it. Second, I was with these two dodos, so I couldn't also have done it. And third, I'm partially going after him for his money, so there's no way I could afford a hitman. Or woman. Enough with the feminism. Ugh. Someone should marry her and show her how to act. Well, you've got a good point. And a good cake, too. You gals should have some. Oh, no thanks. Gotta save my calories for wine. I'll have some. Oh, wow. Oh, this really is better than sex. At least married sex. Unless a new episode of Outlander has just come out. She loves Outlander. That actor guy has a butt like a Greek statue. Right? Okay. Can any of you think of anything unusual that may have happened that night? Hmm. You mean like Clovis dying? Yes. Exactly like that. Except anything else. You know, the person I did see out that night, though, Ken Murphy. Who's Ken Murphy? Was he on the sheriff's suspect list? Is, th is this caramel homemade? Isn't he the guy who fucks snowplows? Gets stuck in snowbanks with his car. Right. Mm. That. He and the sheriff have been best friends since high school, and they both applied to Rhodey for Goth Brooks. Came down to the two of them, and one wouldn't go without the other. So they split the salary. Mm. Also, I heard Garth made them do some weird stuff. Want to hear what we think they had to do? I've already learned too much today. He made them go to Tulsa when he received Oklahoma Man of the Year. Wait, why is that weird? You ever been to Oklahoma? So I ate two more slices of Hazel's truly exceptional cake, and then we went to the one place in town everyone said we were sure to find Ken. The bar. Because he's the bartender. And an alcoholic. Hi, we're looking for Ken Murphy. We're investigating the death of Clovis Anderson. And how quickly you can get me some of your house red. Clovis? Shame. She was a good lady. Always quick with a comment about my alcoholism and slow with paying her family's bar tab. We heard you might have been out in the snow the night of her passing. Sure was. I was driving around. You were? But I wasn't drinking. Why not? Couldn't be. Caught a staph infection from one of the glasses here and was on antibiotics and off the sauce. It was the worst three hours of my life. Wait. Do antibiotics do weird things to your liver? Yes, and they mess with your birth control if you're on the pill. Could I get a pregnancy test chaser with that drink? Keep one below the bar for just this situation. So you were on the road that night? Yes, in the summer. Our Chris Gaines tribute band practices in one of the empty barns over at the old Peterson place. Just so we don't make the cows stampede. Sure. Anyway. I had headed out that way for a one-on-one -on -one session. Sorry, just to clarify, do you mean performance or masturbating? Both. But the snow was getting too bad, so I headed home. Did you see anything weird that night? No, but to be fair, I do usually drink until I hallucinate. 
So my bar for weird stuff is pretty high. Although, come to think of it, I did see Trisha Yearwood lying on the ground. The singer? No, the scarecrow that we pretend is Trisha Yearwood. Not the actual Trisha Yearwood. Sorry. You know, I touched pinkies with the real Trisha once when we both reached for the same sprite at a come and go just outside of Des Moines. Never told Garth. Great story. So the scarecrow? Oh, right. She always has on a wig and sweater to make her look more like the real Trisha, you know. But that night she was naked as a jaybird, which was funny because this is the exact type of bird she's meant to scare off. We need to go to that barn. Yep. You okay? No. You have some of Hazel's cake? Yeah. From the sounds of you, I'd say you have about three minutes to get somewhere real private and with a good ventilation. New plan. Don, you go check out Trisha Yearwood, the scarecrow, not the real person. I'll go back to the Airbnb barn and wish for a swiftful death. I'll drive you. My sense of smell shut down six beers ago, so it's no problem. Say, did I ever tell you about the night I got to stay at the Best Western in Boise and cleaned all the sound equipment with Q-tips? There are so many kinds of Q-tips and sound equipment. Who murdered grandma? Who murdered grandma? It's a mystery to me. Next week on Unsolved Death Murder Crimes. Oh, God. Why would Hazel say this is better than sex? Unsolved Death and Murder Crimes. Thank you for listening to Unsolved Death Murder Crimes. Before we go, we wanted to give a very special thank you to the cast and crew that made this season possible. Our writers and producers, Danielle Evenson and Heather Huntington. Heather Huntington and Danielle Evenson. Our voice actors, Jessica DiGiovanni as Dawn and Sarah Randall Hunt as Hadley. Ethan Stanislavski as Dave. D. Elliott Woods as Sheriff Drew. Jorge Berrios as Grandpa Ed and Ken Murphy. Lauren Blumenfeld as Mel and Mabel. John Luce as Clovis and Jebediah. Ryan Worm as Jennifer Savage, Megan Parks as Hazel, and Joe Conti as Joe. Our theme song was composed by El Vez and performed by me, Megan Parks. Sound design and editing by Elisa Daniels Chanel. Audio recording by Nick Campbell on location at the Jane Club in Los Angeles, California. For more information, follow us online at at Death Murder Crimes on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Moo! <laughs>